0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Nutrition Podcast. This podcast today is going to be all about sugar, sugar cravings, and things that we can do to combat them. So so happy that you're here. My name is Kristen Peterson, and um, let's go ahead and get started. Actually, before I start, I want to remind you guys to please go to my website, which is www.commonsensenutritionaz.com just for a little bit more information on what I do as a health coach. But I want to just dive right into this topic today because I think this is really important. And one of the things I do as a health health coach is every month I lead a 10-day program that is kind of, it's a clean eating program. It's somewhat of an elimination diet. And the whole point of it is to just incorporate good habits and teach people how to eliminate things that aren't serving them. And one of the parameters of that program is that we teach people how to avoid sugar and really spend 10 days being uh you know aware of and cautious of where you're getting your sweetness from and a lot of what we notice is that people kind of you know experience like this you know sugar they have cravings they have digestive upset they have a whole list of issues that are kind of happening as they're getting sugar out of their diet so i wanted to just touch on some of those things but um first let me just say that I I want to th- I want to point out the importance of understanding that sugar consumption is out of control. Like without thinking about it, we are eating so much more sugar than we are aware that we're eating. I'm not just talking about like the white granulated table sugar. I mean, that's kind of easy in our brains to quantify, you know, scooping sugar into coffee or onto cereal or baking with a cake. But I mean, sugar comes in in all forms and whether it's just it's inside of so many processed packaged foods. And, and, you know, if there's a label, you should read it. And you want to look for how much sugar is in there, different types of sugar. And I'm not just talking about, like, the, the nutrition label on top with the percentages. I'm talking about the list of ingredients and um, looking at what types of sugar are in there. Basically, anything that ends in OSE like fructose, sucrose, sucralose, anything os is typically going to be a sweetener. And then you're looking at things like artificial sweeteners also, which go by a whole list of chemical names that can be very confusing. High fructose corn syrup, Um, and even things like you know you're you're unsuspecting alternative sweeteners that are actually meant to be like a better option for us things like agave or honey or maple syrup those are all still sweeteners and the reason that that's an issue is just because it's telling our brains that everything should be this sweet and then you're going to go looking for more of it and and everything that you eat you never give those receptors in your brain a break and your taste buds break into appreciating the sweetness in things like an apple or a carrot even or a sweet potato. So what happens when we eat sugar, it's kind of, it's, it, it triggers a pleasure transmitter in our brain. It triggers that dopamine sensor in, a, in the brain that's like, it's pleasure, it's like, I love this. This is so good and everything should be this sweet and I'm going to go look for more of it because the next thing I eat needs to be that good too. But what that does is it just, every time we eat sugar, it spikes our insulin level and when the insulin level, like what goes up must come down and when it dips back down, your your natural tendency is then to start, what else are you going to do? Look for something sweet, right? You're going to reach for you know, just that knee-jerk response and not even really thinking about it. Maybe just grab a piece of candy when you're walking by the candy bowl at somebody's desk at the office or swinging into a drive-thru and getting a sugary coffee drink. Things that your brain just instinctively knows to just do to pick you up. And we do it without thinking. So, you know, when we're when we're focusing for those 10 days on this clean eating program that I lead once a month, we we notice that people have some issues and let's talk about those so some of, one of the most common complaints that we hear is just obviously cravings cravings are out of control i really want to get this under control i can't stand this and they feel like they're they're all of a sudden realizing that they're being ruled by their sugar cravings and their sugar desire. So, you know, it's good to understand that and actually allow yourself to feel that and identify it. But um, just like I said, you know, with the insulin issue, what goes up must come down. It's really important to understand how we even start the day. So a lot of us just start the day with like what, like a bagel or a muffin or, um, you know, a bowl of cereal. And anything like that that is considered a highly refined grain is going to spike your blood sugar up. So you're starting your day out with this sugar roller coaster. You're elevating your sugar first thing in the morning, and then when it comes down, usually sometime mid-morning, you're going to want something sugary, right? So then you can see like that choice all day long becomes sugar with every up and down fluctuation. So the best thing that you can do to start your your day out is the, the first things you put in your mouth should be things like whole foods and things that just have like a low glycemic index, um, you know, starting your day out with whole, whole grains in their whole form, um, you know, a bowl of oatmeal that's like whole rolled oats and um even just sweet vegetables like sweet potato or carrots, Um, just being aware of of getting grains in their whole grain form is a great way to stabilize your blood sugar first thing in the morning. And just avoid sugar. Like if you're going to have coffee, don't put sugar in your coffee. That's an easy way to um, avoid that craving. And just, you know, we we find too with cravings, things like um, just staying very hydrated Taking a moment to check in with yourself and ask yourself, if you are craving sugar, I often find that people can walk away from it by just simply, instead of that knee-jerk response, take a moment to take inventory. Think about, okay, I'm craving, but am I really hungry? And if I'm not really hungry, what's a better choice? And what would be a better way to satisfy the sugar craving? Maybe slice up half of an apple and smear some peanut butter or nut butter on top because... Um, actually highly f- high fat foods like avocados and coconut and, and nut butters, uh, getting that fat in for that satiety is a great way to combat sugar cravings. So putting a smear of peanut butter on some apple, which uh, an apple has a lot of fiber, so it's also low glycemic. These are great ways to combat that that battle, make a better choice. So That's one thing that we hear is the cravings issue. And another common thing that we hear from people is digestive upset. And what's happening when you're getting rid of sugar in your body is that there's this shift in your gut microbiome. You have all this die-off. Like, your gut bacteria, which is, I mean, we all have gut bacteria, and it's supposed to be, you know, whatever we feed it is going to either contribute to good or bad gut bacteria. But when we're removing sugar, there is a large die-off in the stomach, in the gut, and the the biome starts screaming and craving for, like, help me, I need sugar. So it's screaming for more, but with that die-off also comes just digestive issues, right? Like, constipation, and gas, and bloating, and diarrhea, and it's an important thing to talk about, and it can be awkward, and lots of snickers in the room, and, and, you know, under the breath, you know, mumbled laughter, but it's a really important thing to understand, and when that happens, when you're, when you're cutting sugar out, it's actually a really good sign that you're winning the battle because there's die-off happening. The the bacteria is dying off, which is going to help you win that war against your sugar cravings. And just some things that you can do to combat that. You know, if you're getting that upset stomach and that bloating, ginger is really great to soothe the stomach. So just incorporating fresh grated ginger into foods or putting it into smoothies um, or um, just drinking ginger tea. Great, great way to soothe the gut. We also recommend taking a good quality probiotic that will help strengthen the strong and the healthy and the good bacteria in the gut and help, um, you know, especially with that bloating and gas. And just hydrating, just flushing the body. Lots and lots of water. For every one of these symptoms, I think water is a great, it's it's just a great aid. We need more hydration anyway, and it's going to help flush out a lot of that stuff. And then um, just being kind of aware of the amount of, I think, you know, insoluble fiber that you're eating because that can make the digestive piece of this a little bit more difficult. So I'm not saying to not to not cut it out, but just being aware of not maybe eating too much, especially as you're easing into this and kind of getting over that hump. Um, okay, so let's move on. Another thing that we notice is that people feel like, oh, I just feel fatigued and I'm tired and their energy has decreased. And it just makes sense when you think about it because Sugar spikes our blood sugar and it gives us this little burst of energy. I mean, we instinctively like, you know, when you're feeling sluggish, you're going to reach for something sweet to get your energy level up. But um, obviously, we're trying to remove sugar. So a better alternative, as I had mentioned uh, previously also to that was with the cravings portion, kind of going back to that, is healthy fats because they create satiety and they're going to satisfy us. And, you know, if we're not feeling as hungry, we're less inclined to reach for, you know, bad calories. So eating maybe just like a half of an avocado. Um, There's even some great recipes that you can make for, you know, avocado pudding, like chocolate avocado pudding. And avocados are high in fiber and they're just, it's an amazing way to keep your blood sugar level and get those really good fats in you. Um, coconut, coconut oil, or just like even just munching on some dried coconut, um, chunks or flakes is a great way to get some of that healthy fat and fiber into your body. And like I had said previously, peanut butter or any nut butter, or even just nuts, like a handful of nuts is a great way to combat that, um, that decrease in energy because fat gives us, that gives us energy. And then, Another thing that we hear from people usually a couple days into this ten days is they start to kind of feel sick. Like I don't know if I'm getting sick, maybe like flu-like symptoms. But this is actually your body's way of just recalibrating. It kind of goes hand in hand with that um, that die-off in the gut, and you just kind of it can kind of kind of roll through your body and give you all sorts of just kind of flu-like and, and sick symptoms. So we recommend that people um, just focus on hydrating listen to your body. Maybe do some yoga or some meditations. Take a nap. Like this is the time when you're feeling like that to just rest and not push your body, but just really listen to that. Um, And things that you can help do to kind of flush those symptoms out and really push that detox is incorporating cilantro, which is great for removing toxins, especially heavy metals. And um, so you can add cilantro to a smoothie or just put it in salads. Just incorporate cilantro into your meals to help get over that hump of that icky flu-like feeling. And any, you know, detox-type teas like dandelion tea, sipping on that can help alleviate some of those symptoms as well. And another thing that we hear from people is just some headaches. And what this, you know, when you're removing sugar, which is, you know, We're changing that dopamine in the in the brain, and we're 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 making fluctuations in that microbiome in the gut, and this can cause some headaches. And you know, sugar—whether you're eating too much of it or you remove it entirely—I ask people commonly. Like, if I have clients that are complaining about migraines or headaches, I ask them how much sugar are you eating. Because it's not just the removal of sugar, but it could be that too much sugar in the body and, and in the diet can, can contribute greatly to um, headaches. And because basically when we, when we pee, our body flushes out minerals. And one of the minerals that we release when we pee is magnesium. But magnesium is something that's so easy for us to take and to get into our bodies and it can greatly alleviate headache symptoms. So we get magnesium. You can either take a supplement if you want to make sure that you're getting enough every day or um, just eating things consistently like your dark green leafy vegetables like kale are high in magnesium. So I recommend, you know, take a supplement, eat lots of kale, hydrate, you know, take some naps, do some meditations if you're feeling these headache-like symptoms. So um, we don't want anybody dealing with headaches. And I think that one's easy enough to to deal with. So, And the last thing I'm going to touch on here is just feeling hunger. We noticed during this 10 days with this clean eating program and, and removing sugar, people are like, they feel hungry, but it's almost like this guilt of, oh my gosh, I feel hungry. Like they feel like they're doing something wrong by eating. But Sugar is is a high-calorie food, if you want to call it a food. But we don't want you going hungry. But So all I recommend, just like with the cravings, just take a moment. Check in with yourself. Am I hungry? Do I really want something to eat? Or is this just a craving for sugar? And if it's a genuine hunger, by all means, eat. But flood your body with whole foods, with nourishing things like, you know, if, you, if you're hungry, but you do want something sweet, how about an apple? How about an orange? How about a banana? Like get your sugar from fruit, fruits and vegetables. So basically, um, those were the topics I wanted to touch on because those are the things that we noticed the most of during this 10-day clean eating program. So basically, to wrap it up, sugar triggers those dopamine receptors and when we remove it we're going to notice things like cravings and you know maybe physical symptoms in the body like flu-like symptoms or irritability or just fatigue right and the best way that you can combat that is to just stay the course keep checking in with yourself keep flooding your body with whole foods and make sure that you're getting plenty of water and hydration and rest and it's so worth it once you get over the hump and you've learned how to like crowd in, you're crowding out the sugar but we're flooding in so much healthy stuff that's so much more beneficial and better for the body so overall it's worth it and we notice that at the end of those 10 days people feel amazing and a large part of that is just simply the fact that they've stepped away from sugar for just the 10 days so that that's simple enough to me. So I'm going to go ahead and just wrap this up. And um, just wanted to give you guys a huge thank you for supporting me and listening to me today. And I hope that you guys found this to be of value. And if you like what you hear, I really do hope that you're going to share this with a friend. And be, please be sure to check out my website once again at www.commonsensenutritionaz.com. And when you're in there, feel free to shoot me a message and let me know what you'd like me to touch on in a future podcast. I'll be reading those messages and I love hearing from you. And while you're in my website, be sure to click on that Programs button. If you want to learn more about that clean eating program that I lead each month, where I've taken my knowledge of holistic nutrition, health coaching, and preventive health, and I combine that with my knowledge of different dietary theories, and I'm using this to help coach you through this lifestyle program with a 10-day jump start each month. I love the program, and I'm excited for you to check it out. And um, if you're in there, you want to message me through my website. Once again, www.commonsensenutritionaz.com to get started. And until next time, this is Kristen Peterson and thank you for listening to my Common Sense Nutrition Podcast.